right, everybody, come on back. Come on back. I know it's hard when you just get into those conversations. Don't worry, there'll be time to hang out at the end. Come on back. I know um, you're probably thinking, man, Tash got a lot more hairy and uglier, but um, <laughs> I, I just thought I'd introduce myself. My name's Kiran, I am an assistant pastor here at Coast Vineyard, and I just wanted to say, if it's your first time along to Night Church tonight, Welcome, it's so good to have you here. Um, this, is, this is our hub, we do a whole bunch of stuff here. We've got our youth groups and worship team practices and young adults, it's so cool to have you at our place. Um, but I'm here to introduce to you our um, very special friends, uh, Ben McGregor and Rebecca Salisbury. So why don't we welcome them on up. Those are some very naughty sound and AV guys. That's them over there. Um, anyway, I just, um, well, this is real loud. Um, I just wanted to say, we've had a couple of great days with these guys. Um, who, who was there this morning? Yeah, um, uh, we saw God do some awesome things through them, um, and it's not just um, it's not just words they bring. It's it's kind of a, an authority or a trust in God to move. And we've seen not only this morning but yesterday in the outreach, which I think we're going to hear about. Um, and you've probably been hearing from all the notices that we've got a few things going on for them. We're really milking them dry while we've got them here. So make the most of it. Come along tomorrow night to that youth event. But I just want to pray for them before I hand it over because um, they're such a gift to us. And I want to bless them too. So can I pray for you guys? Cool. I'm glad you said yes. <laughs> God, I thank you so much for Ben. I thank you for Rebecca. Um, I thank you for the lives they've chosen to live, a life of faith a life of adventure, a life of risk. And I thank you that you've given them something to carry, to bring to us tonight. We pray, God, that you would bless their words, you would uh, bless their prayers, you would move in this place through what they have to share. God, would you prompt us as well and nudge us out of our comfort and into the things that you have, God. There's so much good in you. And I thank you that um, by the faith of these two, uh, they're, they're setting alight a whole, a whole country, really, God. So bless them tonight as they share. Amen. Amen. Kia ora, lovely people. Good to see you all. Um, this is where the supermodels hang, eh? Look at that. Um, I'm Ben. Uh, I'm the kids pastor at Grace, and this is Becca. Becca's just going to say a little bit about herself, and she is awesome, man. If you can get any prayer from her tonight, she's amazing. She's one of the youth pastors at uh, Grace Vineyard, and man, she's like gung-ho ninja. But Jesus, yeah, so. Thanks, Ben. Hi, guys. I'm Becca. Um, I run a youth group at Grace um, Vineyard in Christchurch. It's really fun. Um, I do the beach campus campus. Um, we have, it's a majority of community kids, so I work with a ton of community kids, and it's a lot of fun and a lot of mischief, but um, keeps on my toes. It's a really great time. Um, Originally from Tauranga, so this is actually my motherland, born in Auckland, so it's great to be back and it's great to see you guys. Um, I just want to encourage you guys, worship was beautiful, by the way, it was amazing and God's presence is just so here and it's incredible and I'm actually so inspired to just be here with you guys. Um, I just got this picture while we were all worshipping, um, it was almost like our praises to Jesus were creating this like thick 
gold, almost like liquid, like melted gold. And it was just pouring out the windows of this building and just all through the streets of this community. And um, I just really sense that this service here in the evening is just going to change this community, that it's going to um, overflow onto the streets and onto, like, just into people's lives just from praising Jesus in this place right here. So uh, be blessed. Be blessed. That's awesome. So good. Yeah, we were out on the streets yesterday. We had so much fun. I'd just love to uh, invite up Tash and Dean just to come up. We've got just a few stories. So come on up, guys. Man, uh, these Coast guys, they are hard out at sharing the love of Jesus. We had so much fun. So here's a few quick stories. So Dean, do you want to go first, bro? Um, just yeah, real quick. Um, yesterday after we finished, we all kind of went. We came back here and we did a bit of a debrief and went around the room real quick. And um, Ben, you were you know you, a couple of you guys were saying that you prayed for this girl uh, for healing, and and it just sounded like you guys weren't that sure whether you know cause the way she was responding, you weren't kind of sure. So anyway, after I left here, I had some tracks in my bag, and I thought I wanted to take it back to a particular woman. Um, that we were talking to, because we kind of only got so far, and then it just felt a little bit like there was resistance. Oh, you know, not in a big way, but she was open, but whatever. I felt like I had some tracks, so I, I went back and I said, hey, I just wanted to give you this. I felt to give you this. Um, and she was like, yeah, great, that's awesome. And there was a girl standing next to her, and I said, you know, I just want you to know that that's, that story tr is transforming. It's transformed my life. She said, well, I, I reckon it did, because she's got some prayer, and she's been healed. And, uh, and I said, wow, what's, what's happening? She said, yeah, my back. My back's all good. And I said, well, is it, is it completely? She said, yeah, it's completely healed. So I said to her, well, you need to read that because, you know, it's the God that healed your back is, you know, you need to hear that. It's going to transform you. Anyway, I went back to my car and I was just sitting looking out and she was standing there reading the track, man. So what, it, what happened to her, that, that healing drew her to that story, and she wanted to, she was like lapping it up, it was amazing. So anyway, bless you, bro. Okay, hi. Um, so yeah, basically, um, <laughs> so um, yeah, we went out yesterday into um, um, the uh, Silverdale markets, and it was just such an incredible um, time um, and just like a blessing to be able to go out to the community. And anyway, just as we're finishing up, I was just walking back and I was about to cross the road and um, I see Ben and he's like, Tash, come quick. I was like, oh yes, like I, I want to see you in action. So I was like, cool. So I like came over and he's like, oh, I've just got um, this word for this girl. The only problem is she's in the bra shop and I don't really want to go in um, by myself. So I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, but she ended up coming out and um, so we got talking to this girl and um, it was just amazing. She was just so open to um, everything that we're saying and uh, we got to pray for her to um, have Jesus come into her life. And it was just like so encouraging as well to like um, be a part of that because it's like it's, I, it's not something that I do every day as well so it was just like a really encouraging um, time and yeah I, it was really amazing yeah good on you Tash so cool man I've just loved hanging with Coast man God's doing something in Auckland so good I do think uh, that I like I've just got married and um, married to the most beautiful girl in the whole world yeah and a great McGregor yeah anyway um little shout out for her in Christchurch. Um, but I guess, like, because I'm married, I'm getting a lot 
bigger. <laughs> that it just comes with being married, so I might need a bra soon anyway. Um, but uh, we, we had such a wonderful time. Uh, and just seeing what God does. I actually have a word for you, Kieran. I uh, felt I got a picture of a tree, and it was a little tree that was under the shade of big trees. And I felt like God was saying that He's um, directing the sun to shine right down on you, and actually that you are going to grow beyond uh, what people have invested into you, and actually that you're going to be a real leader to be shade for others as well. So you're awesome, man. The man. No worries. That's a sticky one, isn't it? <laughs> No, okay. Uh, um, I, I'm just so passionate to see people come to know Jesus, and it's so exciting that you guys are passionate too, and we're going to have an awesome time tonight, see what God does. Uh, I've been traveling uh, throughout New Zealand. Um, well, no, actually, no, I've gone to Christchurch, <laughs> and um, it's Tauranga. <laughs> I wanted to sound like I was official, but um, I've, uh, we went to Tauranga a few months ago, and I was with this guy called Barry. Uh, if you know Barry, he's a Massive Samoan guy. He's the man. Gives the best hugs. And we were driving to the church. We were speaking at the church that morning. And as we were driving out in the car, there's this guy with a hood on and, um, at the end of the driveway. And we're like, oh, no, we're in the hood. <laughs> All right. And so we, we go to the end of the driveway, and he knocks on our window. And he says, oh, bro, our car broke down a little while away. And there's these two massive guys. And they're like, can we just, can you give us a ride to get our car? And I was like, mate, good thing I got Barry with me. He can take both of them and I can watch. Um, but I was like, mate, you know, I would, I would love to be able to help you. But actually, you know, I'm going to church. And so I don't have time for that. And in that moment, God spoke to me and he said, no, Ben, I want you to be the church in this moment. And so I was like, heck, ah. Oh. And so I said, okay, get in. And um, I was thinking of a tactic plan just in case they tried to hurt me. I'd be like, Barry, save me. And um, just trying to arrange this in my head. And then suddenly I get this, um, this word for this guy in the back. And I was like, oh, heck. He want, uh, like, I felt like God say he wants me to give this word. Now, when I hear God speak, it's not like, Ben, I want you to tell that man that I love him. <laughs> That's off Star Wars. But um, uh, 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 it wasn't, it's not like that. I just get this nudging in my spirit. And so I got this word for this guy, and I just said, I just felt like God's uh, just saying this over you. And he looks at me with wide eyes, and like, who have you been talking to? And I said, like, I don't know, ask Barry. And he said, well, that's incredible, because that's just what I've been going through. Like, that's exactly what I've just been through. And I don't know how you know that, but that's crazy. And then the other guy said, well, do you have a word for me? <laughs> And I said, oh, no pressure. And um, then I just got the word uh, father in my head. And so I, I, and just about how as a father figure, I just said, you know, you've been like a father to someone that's really mistreated you. And he's like, bro, that's exactly what I've been through. This guy's legit. And I was like, yeah, man. And um, so we're driving along. And he says, man, I've never heard of this stuff. I've heard of religious stuff, but never about that Jesus is actually real. And so we just start sharing about how much Jesus loves them, how proud he is of them. And that he, he died on the cross because all of us have done wrong. But as we turn from that and turn to Jesus, he gives us a new life. And one of the guys got out to get a gas canister. And this guy in the back said, mate, I need Jesus in my heart. I want Jesus to come. And I want to give everything for him. And so there in the car, we just lead this one guy to Jesus. And uh, there's a massive, like, we're just celebrating that. And then the other guy comes in. He's like, what will I miss? And I was like, mate, 
So we have something in store for you. And so we start sharing about how Jesus came, how he loves us, how he wants to come into his heart. And then um, we said to him, uh, I, I was just about to lead him in this prayer when I felt God say, no, I want you to get the other guy that just opened his heart to Jesus to pray for him. I was like, Lord, I don't know if he even knows how to pray. And so I said, uh, bro, is it okay if you just pray for him? He said, I don't know how to pray. I was like, told you, Jesus. Um, but I just said, well, just pray whatever's on your heart. So he prays for this guy and he leads him in a prayer to give his life to Jesus. And uh, on the way uh, in the car, we're just about to the place, and they are just so full of the Holy Spirit. Like, you could just feel the love of Jesus pouring out of them. And uh, we became friends on Facebook, so we know it's official now. And, um, and as we were just about to get out of the car, the guy turns around with the hood on, and he says, oh, and just one other thing, and he takes his hood off his head. And he said, I don't feel like I need to be ashamed anymore. And I'll tell you what, God taught me two things through that. Firstly, it's great to have Barry in the car. Secondly, no, three things actually. Secondly, how often do we miss those opportunities because we feel like the church is a building rather than we being the church? We actually are so afraid to step out and to share his love. And it's a religious thing rather than a relationship. And the third thing is that God actually comes to bring love to people that feel ashamed. He wants people to be unashamed, to know that they are loved, that they are precious. And, you know, I got this picture for you guys. I, I got a picture of um, people in an ocean and uh, they're standing at the uh, beachfront in the sands and they're saying, Jesus, I want to go deeper with you, but they're afraid to get their feet wet. And I felt God was saying that he just wants us to take that first step to get our feet wet and he will do the rest. He'll show us his love. It's taking that first step. So well, I'm excited for tonight. I know God's going to do awesome things. Uh, why don't we just pray? If you want, I, I'm a kid's pastor, so I get hands, uh, kids just to put out their hands just like this. So. If you want to put out your hands like this, it's like receiving a gift. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Father, we just love you. We thank you that you are here for us. Lord, I thank you so much for every single person here. Lord, you have a purpose and a plan for their life. And Lord, firstly, you want them to know that they are loved and then that they are able to love others through that overflow. So Lord, I pray that we will be able to step out for you and share your love and goodness tonight. May your Holy Spirit lead the way in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. If you've got your Bibles, um, you can turn to Matthew 10, verse 7 to 8. This is just after Jesus has said that the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. He sees all the heaps of people, and he's like, him and the, just in the flesh, he can't do it all. And so he says, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he'll be able to go out, and uh, he'll be able to send more workers for the harvest field. And then his compassion moves him to do something. And so he says, okay, disciples, this is our time to shine. We are going to go and share the love. And so it says in um, Matthew 10, verse 7 to 8, As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Sounds pretty easy, eh? Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Yeah, we could do that before breakfast. Nah, just kidding. It's night time, guys. Um, it's, we're going to go to verse 7. So as you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. So another version says the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So I, I just want to show this. So if you just want to stand up for a sec. 
And I just want you to stretch out. And just stretch out as far as you can. Stretch out as if you're just about to grab something in front. Don't grab me, Tash. <laughs> just keep, keep, keep uh, stretching it feels a, until it feels a little bit uncomfortable. Just don't pull your back out. I'm not a physio. Just keep going. Yep, nice. You're on your tippy toes. Nice. You guys look really funny. <laughs> anyway, so what that's hap what's happening there is actually Jesus is saying it's right there. You just need to stretch for it. You actually need to get out of your comfort zone. And the whole thing with the kingdom is that the awesome is in the awkward. A lot of the time we feel awkward when these things happen, but actually it's stepping beyond what we feel in our comfort zone and being able to step out for Jesus. And before we're actually able to do that, we have to firstly know God's love for ourselves. And the best way to explain this is uh, through the word grace, that actually this word grace is God's favor. He just loves you because he loves you. You know, some, some people say, if God's so good, why would he send people to hell? He said he didn't want to send anyone to hell. In fact, he said, over my dead body. And that's why Jesus died on the cross. And you know, Jesus has given everything so that all of us can know that he loves us. And I want to tell you tonight, whether you know Jesus or not, it doesn't change God's love for you. Because God's love is based on who he is, not who you are. And the best way I illustrate the story was when I was about seven years old. And um, there was a massive sewage tank at the back of my friend's house. And I had this real fascination for sewages. I was like, man, these are so cool. They've got turtles. Um, and I went to the back, and I, I opened this lid, and I looked inside, and I was like, wow, look at those poos and wees. And my American friend uh, said, my mom says we're not allowed to go here, because that's what Americans sound That was quite good, eh? Uh, yeah, and then I said, no, mate, this is paradise. I love this. And so I look inside, and you know how like, you smell your own? Uh, anyway, and... Um, <laughs> And so I like smelt this big whiff. I was like, wow. Uh, um, and I just kept looking in. I was like, wow, so many different colors. And um, my friend just keeps pulling me. And he says, no, we, my mom says we have to go. And so I was like, fine, kill Joy. So I, I get this big lid and I'm sliding it as, as much as I can. I'm pulling and I'm pulling. And suddenly the lid falls into the poos and wees. Now that would have been okay, but I was holding on to the lid. So I fall into the poos and wees. And then uh, there was blood and poos and wee. Oh, no, hold on. I cracked my head open as well. <laughs> so that could have gone bad. Um, no, so I cracked my head open, blood, poos and wee. Anyway, it was a bummer. <laughs> but we got to the bottom of it. At the crack of dawn. <laughs> okay, I'll butt out of it now. That was cheeky. Um, and so I suddenly uh, get up out of the sewage and my friend sees me and he says, Mom, there's a monster! And so he runs up to the top. And then my brother sees me, who I won't name because that's unfair on Simon, but he sees me and he suddenly faints. And my mum suddenly sees me and she runs to me and she gives me the biggest hug. <laughs> and so I'm like, ugh. <laughs> and I asked my kids at Kids Church, I said, why do you think my mum hugged me? One kid uh, put his hand up, and one of the little boys said, because she likes poos and wees. <laughs> but uh, a little girl put her hand up and said, your mum hugged you because she saw beneath the poos and wees to see that you were her child. And I want to tell you that that is the exact heart of Jesus, that he sees beneath all of the stuff that we have on, all the facades, all the things that have been bad in our lives, and he sees us as his children. He loves you so much. 
If you think that God defines you by your sin and shame, you couldn't be further from the truth. He sees you as his children. He loves you so much. And that's why he paid the price to set us free. And for some of you tonight, you haven't known a loving father, but God wants you to know that there is a loving father that is there for you tonight, that he loves you, that he sees beneath all the poos and wees to see that you're his child and that he, he wants to just give you the biggest hug tonight. And all it takes is just to come to him. You know, when Jesus was on earth, he was being tempted by the enemy as soon as he um, got baptized. This is in Matthew 4. And the enemy comes to him and he says, if you are the son of God, then turn these stones into loaves of bread. And then the second time he says, if you are the son of God, then jump off this cliff. And Jesus probably could have done any of that because he was the man. But, you know, he didn't need to prove if he was the son of God. He knew he was the son of God. And, you know, whenever the enemy comes, he wants to try and question our worth. If you are cool, then you should do this. Or if you are God's child, then why don't you do this? And a lot of the time we actually do even evangelism out of guilt, thinking that we can earn God's approval. But I'll tell you what, God's saying to you tonight that he already approves of you. He already loves you. Some people, um, they try and self-harm themselves. They have scars to try and question their worth. But Jesus has scars to prove your worth. That's why he died on the cross. And he is here tonight. He loves you so much. And not only did he die and rose again, but then he has given us this thing called authority. And authority is something that we don't really use in the church as a whole much because we don't really know about it. But actually, it's written in the Bible. Jesus has said that he has given us authority over all things. Now, there's a difference between power and authority. So power is a strength or force, uh, but authority is where we can use that power. So that... Um, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, either Labour or National, touchy subject, uh, will, uh, will be able to have authority over all of New Zealand, but they'll have no authority over Australia. The enemy, Satan, he has power, but he has no authority over people that belong to Jesus. That actually, it's the opposite. That Jesus has been given authority over all things. And he said, I have given you, as Christians, authority over all things. You know the Greek for that word all things, it translates the exact same. It means all things. It's crazy. <laughs> but, you know, I'll tell you what, it's the same in all languages. That Actually, he wants to give us that authority. And it's not actually him giving us that authority. That's what we think in the church. It's actually not saying, God, give me more authority, because he's already given us authority over all things. It's saying, Lord, open my eyes to be able to know the authority that you've given me. And he's here in this room right now. His love's here. So what I want to do is just show that his love and his authority's here. So if you've got any pain in your body right now, I just want you to stand up. So sore head, sore shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. That's a song. Um, if you've got any pain whatsoever, I just want you to stand up right now. Wow, we've got a healthy bunch right here. It's all good. It takes a bit of courage. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. There's at least five people with sore backs in here right now. Um, if you want me to be specific, there are, uh, there's at least three of them over in this area over here. <laughs> uh, that I'm not trying to shame anyone. It's just that Jesus' love is here, that he just wants to come meet with people. So if that's you, I just want you to stand up right now. If you've got any pain in your body whatsoever, just stand up. Okay, we'll do this the opposite way. Everyone stand up if you've got a heartbeat. Great job. If you've got pain in your body, stay standing. Yep, so just keep standing up. Okay, there's quite a few people that sat down that should be standing still. 
But that's okay. Jesus still loves you. Okay, uh, Jesus' authority is here. His love's here right now. And so his healing is just broken into this place. It's here. So I just want you to go here and just try out and see if there's any difference right now and if it's legal and appropriate in anything that was saw before. Just try it and just give me a wave if there's any difference. Yep, bro. Awesome. What was saw before? How long has it been saw? Four weeks? Wow. And it, it, how's it feeling now? Is there any pain? Wow. And it was sore when, just before you did that? Wow. So who just prayed for you? <laughs> no one prayed for you? No, don't worry, I do know that. <laughs> yeah, no one prayed. Jesus' love is just here, that his authority is here. And wherever his authority and his love is, it's impossible that there isn't healing. Because he is the God that heals. He's the God that saves. That's awesome. Let's give God a clap for that. It's so cool. It's awesome. Okay. Just, I want you to go here. Just try out and see if there's any other improvement in any of the things, if you can try it out. Just see if there's any difference. Just give me a wave if there's any improvement. Yep. <laughs> wow, that's a good hit rate. Guys, if you want to stand out, this is great. Yep. Wow, that's awesome. Praise the Lord. Now let's give God a clap. That's so cool. That's awesome. Do you know, um, we were in Christchurch, we did this a few weeks ago, and there's a lady in a moon boot. She takes her moon boot off and she starts walking, like, uh, just completely. And, you know, that's Jesus. He's here. He's doing stuff. And I, I'll tell you what, his authority's here. And this isn't a thing to, like, oh, no. Uh, you know, sometimes we get excited when we just know if people are in the room that have pain. But actually, God wants to heal the people in the room that have pain as well. So... His authority is here right now, and now that we've seen him do the impossible without us, he actually wants to partner with us as well. Faith is in the room. So if you're around these people and you have a heartbeat, Jesus wants to use you. So just go over, just put your hand on their shoulder, and just pray your best prayer for them. Go for it. Just ask them what's wrong. Just as they're praying, I just felt like um, there's someone that has had a sore back that's still sitting down, but actually the back's just been healed. So if you want to just go try that out at some point. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, someone also just got a word that someone with left wrist pain. Is that anyone here? Left wrist pain. Yeah, over there. Bro, do you want to go pray for him? Awesome. So cool. That's handy. Awesome. Just get them to try it out after. Just see if there's any difference. Jesus just prayed one word prayers as well. See. <laughs> Walk. Awake. <laughs> yeah, awesome. If there's any difference, just give me a wave. 
Yeah, any improvement whatsoever? Just give me a wave. Feeling good? <laughs> what was from before? A bad headache. Oh, praise the Lord. Your head's gone. Oh, wow. It's amazing. Uh, awesome. Praise the Lord. So cool. So cool. Just with this, you know, there's no actual difference in terms of a scale of hardness for Jesus with healing. Some people think, oh, God just wants to heal the colds tonight, or, uh, you know, cancer's a completely different mountain. You know, God's got authority over all things. Nothing's too hard for him. We had some people this morning that had uh, pain for years that got completely healed. So cool. Awesome. Awesome. Just wrap it up and we'll just give God a clap for all he's doing. So cool. Awesome. Okay. One last thing I just want to do with healing as well. Um, Just with the authority God's given us is that a lot of the time with the authority, we uh, can misuse it. We can abuse it. Some people that try and, uh, you've probably heard of uh, people that have just been saying, in Jesus' name, be healed. And like, they just feel like they have to raise, sorry. <laughs> they, uh, they feel like they have to raise their voice for their authority to come. Actually, we don't need to raise our voice because actually Jesus' authority is who we are. It's not something that we do. And so I just want to uh, illustrate this just in a little quick way. If you've got bad eyesight in any way, I just want you to stand up. So if you've got bad eyes and some <laughs> people just quickly take their glasses off. I'm okay now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. Brilliant. Okay. So now Jesus, when he was on earth, he healed through laying of hands. How else did he heal? Spitting. <laughs> Jesus spat into blind eyes and they started to see. So, we've got to do what Jesus did, don't we? <coughs> I'm just, I've got a bit of phlegm at the moment, so it's going to be a problem. <laughs> no, I want to, the reason why Jesus was doing that was with all these different ways was to show us that authority isn't a method. It's not just something that you can do. It's actually knowing who we are. So he used different ways. But also in those days, when people spat on people, uh, that was the Pharisees would spit as a curse. So it'd be like, you're good for nothing. But Jesus, who turns every curse into a blessing, spat on the person, they were completely healed. And so that was culturally relevant. If I spat on someone today, they'd probably slap me. But uh, I want to just exercise authority in a different way. So I'm just going to shine this light into their eyes. <laughs> it's probably going to make it worse, actually. But anyway, um, <laughs> you see the light. <laughs> so um, I've just got to quickly come around. So, Jesus, name be. <laughs> Once you can see again, just try out your eyesight. See if there's any difference. Uh, if you can tell in some way, see if there's any difference. You what? You actually can't see a difference. What couldn't you see before? So you can see the words that were blurry just before. Wow, I'm more amazed. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So cool. Anybody else? 
It's awesome. Do you know, uh, we did this over a 10-year-old girl. I just uh, shone the light into her. She went back to the doctors. She doesn't need glasses anymore. She's got 20-20 vision. Jesus is here. That's awesome, bro. Let's give God a clap for that. It's so cool. Now, there's different ways that God brings healing as well. There's three different ways. Firstly, there's the instant miracle. So we saw some of those tonight. The hip that just got healed, that was awesome. You know, those are miracles that um, no one can do that, you know. Nothing just comes on at that moment and they're completely healed and they've had pain all that time. That's a miracle. That's what Jesus has come to do. He's come to be the God of miracles in our lives. The second one is that it happens, yeah. So you can see it completely. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Praise the Lord. So, so she couldn't see her, the writing. She could only see it in a certain spot, but now she can see it anywhere. If I hold it up here. <laughs> Do you have supervision now? <laughs> X-ray vision. That's awesome. Praise the Lord. And uh, so the first one's a miracle. The second one that uh, we keep praying because it says in Mark 16, verse 18, that they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That word recover means like over a period of time. So that's why we keep praying. We keep believing in miracles. We had one girl that had uh, self-harm scars. And uh, as I was speaking in one of the services, her uh, self-harm scars just completely disappeared. And so we invited people up at the end uh, to pray for their scars. And um, we prayed for this person twice and nothing happened. And then we prayed a third, fourth, fifth time. And by the fifth time, they completely disappeared. And so that was awesome. So that's why we keep on praying, because there's a battle going on. But the third one is that we actually don't see anything right there and then. But just because we don't see anything doesn't mean God's not moving. Just because the mountain moves one millimeter and we can't see it doesn't mean it hasn't moved. And that's why we keep believing and we keep trusting, because Jesus has been given authority. Do you know the one reason why we get so discouraged is because we don't see the results. We don't see them straight away. But I'll tell you what, Jesus is the one that will work regardless of whether we see the results or not. So there was this lady in Northern Ireland where I did an internship, and she was paralyzed from the waist down. And she sees the sign that says healing on the streets. And so she goes up with her husband. Her husband pushes her up to it, and they say, well, we've got nothing left to lose. And so the Christians, they pray for her once, and nothing happens. So they pray for a second time and still nothing happens. And they said, well, we don't know why God's not healing right now, but we know that he loves you and he, he, he wants to heal you. He wants to encourage you tonight. And so uh, they, they left her with that. They encouraged her, and she went on her way. She lived about an hour away, 45 minutes on the journey home. It was pouring down with rain. She turns to her husband and says, stop, I feel something in my legs. She gets out of the car. She starts running around the car, and she's completely healed. She's no longer paralyzed. That's Jesus. And you know, the thing that we worry about with stepping out is that we don't see the results. But I'll tell you what, God works regardless. He's sometimes doing things that we won't see for years, but he is still working everything together for good. And he is working things to perfect completion. Do you know, um, it says in that list, uh, raise the dead. <laughs> uh, I was over in Brazil, and I felt God saying that I was going to see the dead raised to life. I was like, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I was looking for all the dead people around, and... Uh, and we got through the whole um, conference, and like we saw heaps of people open their hearts to Jesus, give their lives. I was like, mate, spiritually, dead race life, that's so cool. But I still felt there was something still to come. And uh, we get back to the house where um, I was staying, and there's literally this man lying in the mud, completely like lifeless. 
and he was just like lying there. I don't know what had happened, and he wasn't breathing. And um, so I just quickly got out, and I, I had felt dead bodies before, and he felt dead. <laughs> and so I, I just said, in Jesus' name, um, awake. And I turn him over, and he starts breathing, and we, I, we feel his heartbeat. I don't know if his heart was being or not before, but who cares? Jesus is still doing stuff. <laughs> and uh, so we start praying over him uh, for 30 minutes, and I'm just saying, awake. And every time I say awake, he just starts moving. He's like, ugh. <laughs> and uh, so we keep praying over him, and then after half an hour, uh, they lift him to his feet. He just completely comes to him, and he just walks home. <laughs> I didn't even know how to speak to him because he's Portuguese. <laughs> so I was just like, Jesus loves you in the distance. Um, but then there was a close friend of ours down south, um, that had cancer. We prayed for her. We prayed her heart out. I prayed in the name of Jesus. Prayed in the name of Jesus. Prayed in the name of Jesus. You know, nothing seemed to be working. And uh, our friend passed away last year and she went to be with Jesus. But I'll tell you what, both are in victory because either we see healing here, which is for a period of time, or we get to see people open their hearts to Jesus and get to live forever where there's no more pain. And so the beautiful thing is that we just leave the results to God and you know what, even if people aren't Christians, we keep on praying for them. We keep on believing because God is a God of hope and he wants to bring you life. And the, the third one in this is, uh, it says, freely you have received, freely give. You know, sometimes we're so afraid to step out of our comfort zone because of this thing that is fear. And fear is the opposite to faith. Fear focuses on ourselves. It's a, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. Uh, I don't have a degree. I'm not worthy. But actually, faith focuses on Jesus. It says, I know that you can do this, God. And so it lifts our eyes. And that is why we can do anything, because we have faith. And that faith actually moves us away from fear and into new life. And it's by knowing his love. And so as we give, it's actually stepping out of this comfort zone, knowing that we have received his love first, and from that love overflowing, able to give. So I just want to illustrate this in a practical way. I have um, $5 here. Uh, it's got Edmund Hillary on the front. He's a good-looking guy. And then uh, a penguin on the back. And this, this $5 could have been used for a drug deal. could have been used for uh, slavery. It could have been used for illegal stuff. It could, I don't know what else there is. Uh, could have been used to be able to hurt people. I don't know. But now it's in my hands. So I get to choose how I use it. So here's $5. Who needs $5? Come on up. <laughs> Mate, this is the only time people are silent. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Go to the dairy, Dylan. That's the one. Great job. Awesome. Okay, I have $5 in my pocket. Who needs $5? Who needs $5 here? Come on up. Don't be shy. I saw someone nudge someone. <laughs> you need it. <laughs> we need that ice cream after this. <laughs> Anybody, come on up. Come on up. Don't be shy. Mate, the Cantabrians are all over this game. <laughs> They're like, yeah. Yep, someone's coming. Oh, 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 race. Oh, this is awkward. Oh, no. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Okay, I'm out of $5. <laughs> Who has $5? Who has $5? Anybody got $5? No, not you. I just gave that to you. Oh, $5, yes. Okay, who needs $5? Mate, that's got your name on it, mate. There we go. Yep, awesome. Great job. Redemption. 
Okay, I don't have any money. <laughs> Who has $5? We'll go for a 10 as well. Anybody got 5 or $10? Oh, yes. Dreams do come true. Okay. I have $10 here. Who needs $10? Who needs $10? Don't be shy. Come on up. Who wants $10? <laughs> okay, yeah, nice. Okay, I don't have any money. Who has $5, $10, Any money? <laughs> oh, she's searching. Oh. oh, yes. Oh, what the heck? $50. Okay, anybody want to join this? $50. I feel like I'm on the block auction right now. $50. I won't tell you who won. No, okay. No, I won't tell you. <laughs> okay, $50. Anybody else? Wow. Oh, my goodness, $100. Wow, that, that escalated quickly. Anyone got any more money? <laughs> this is crazy. Yep, oh, wow. Okay. Wow. $120, just like that. So I started, oh, wow. Okay, no, we're still going. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know how to count that high. <laughs> um, $170. That's why I'm a kid's pastor. $170 here. That's awesome. I started with two $5, and now I have $170. Guys, thank you so much for having me. It's been a wonderful night. God bless. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. There's someone here that um, I get a, a picture of you, and you've you've felt like you haven't been able to reach your dreams because you haven't felt provided for. And I felt like God's just saying to you tonight that God just, he wants to give to you. He just wants to bless you. And if that's you, if that just rings a bell, there's no shame in this whatsoever. We're family here. So we want to bless you tonight. So if that's anyone, I just want you to come on up. If that just means something to you, I don't even know what that means. So is there anyone here? Just step out in courage. We just want to bless you tonight. If you've just had a, a dream or something that you've actually felt like, I just don't have enough, I haven't felt supported with this, that God's actually just calling you. And, and in fact, uh, I feel like he's specifically saying that there's been stuff where you haven't felt supported by your biological family, that you have actually haven't had that support. And God just wants to bless you tonight. God just wants to fill you. Who's that? There's no shame. Okay. Yep, awesome. Good on. Let's give her a clap. You're amazing. Let's give her another clap. Good on you, Christina. That is the church in action right there. We were all able to be part of something beautiful. We did this in Christchurch at Grace Vineyard at our church, and a few weeks ago there was a, a lady that comes up. Uh, we we got about $120. No, we got $70. No, we're near as loaded as you guys. And and then um, I just said, who who needs $70? And this woman just comes up and she's just crying and crying. And she sends me this text afterwards. She's um, a s sister of... Um, 10 kids, but she looks after four of them because their mum passed away and their dad isn't allowed to see the kids. And so um, she has to look after four of them. 
And so she sent me this text. When I came to church tonight, I was feeling empty, unable to give anything, not even able to sing. I cried out to God tonight, God, I trust you, but I can't even lift my voice to sing. This week has been one of the hardest weeks. The boys came home and their shoes had fallen apart, and I knew we couldn't afford to buy any more. I tried to make it out as an adventure and tape the shoes back together, but inside my heart just broke. We had just run out of power, which heats the water, and we had very little food, let alone money to buy shoes. I was so overwhelmed that God would hear me, even when I didn't have the strength to sing. That $70 was a total gift, and I couldn't thank God enough for it. After the service, people were just coming up to me and just handing me dollar notes and asking for my bank account number. They didn't stop giving, and by the end of tonight, I walked out of the church with over $900. Thank you for your obedience to listen to his voice. And I'll tell you what, just as freely as received, freely we give. This is a place where no matter how broken our past may be, God wants to determine our future. God wants to mold our lives and to bring hope. And you know, it's actually about stepping out and showing the greatest command that God's given us to love, to be able to love people. I was at a petrol station, just one last story to finish. I was at a petrol station just filling up my car with petrol, as you do, and uh, as I was filling up my car, there's this um, Z attendant that comes over, and he says, oh, mate, uh, you're just glowing today. <laughs> and I said, thanks. I feel like a pregnant woman. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he said, uh, there's something about you. Uh, and I said, oh, I'm, I'm a Christian. I love Jesus, and I work at the church over there. Um, and I just, he's like, wow, tell Tell me more about this. And so I just start sharing about how much Jesus loved him, how he died on the cross. And I said, you know, Jesus actually wants to meet you right now. And he wants to come into your heart. He said, okay, I'll give everything to Jesus. And uh, I said, oh, okay, <laughs> that's great. Uh, well, is it okay if I just pray with you right now? And he's like, yeah, sure. So he closes his eyes and he just puts his hand on my shoulder. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so we just start praying this prayer in the middle of the petrol station. And he was fueled up, man. Um, he... <laughs> Thanks, mate. He, he just really felt God's love. And in the midst of this, he's like, I've ex- I said, is there any pain that you've got in your body? He said, I have arthritis in this hand. And so he prayed for his hand right there and then, and his hand gets completely healed of arthritis. Uh, he's like, I've never been able to do this before I move. And uh, so we, I invite him to church, and he comes to church that Sunday, and he's so on fire for Jesus. He's like, man, God has changed my life. And uh, I, I said, so tell me a bit about yourself. And um, he said, well, I came from a, a Hindu background, and I, I married a Sikh lady. Um, a Sikh is a different religion. And uh, I said, well, so you've done all these religions, and wh- why did you suddenly come to know Jesus? And he said, as soon as you started talking to me, I knew this was the right God. And so uh, he, he gives his life to Jesus. He leads his wife to Jesus, and he gets baptized in two months. And he's still going hard out for Jesus. Uh, which is so cool. And, you know, it starts with us being able to step out of our comfort zone and love people, even when it's awkward. It's about uh, paying for the person that uh, needs a coffee behind us. It's about being able to actually pay for the person at the bus stop. It's about being able to pray for people that are feeling sick, that are feeling unloved, by sitting by the person at school that is by themselves. You know, and all these things, Jesus has said to us that by this, everyone will know that we as disciples, by the way we love. And I want to tell you tonight that God's love is here, that he is a loving God, and that same God 
that is the real God, is here to meet with you. And not only to meet with you, but to change the lives around you. There's a little girl that um, was the sister of this lady that received the money, and so she was without mum, and um, she wasn't able to see her dad, and she came um, so broken to church, but she uh, encountered Jesus. She got filled up with his love, and now she knows the Heavenly Father. And so she went into school last Monday, and she led her best friend to Jesus at school. She just, she just said, you know, uh, I've got this gift of eternal life, of knowing Jesus, and Jesus wants to come into your heart as we turn from that bad stuff and turn to him. And I'll tell you what, that same gift is here for us tonight. And for those of you that already have that gift, he's saying he wants you to be able to freely, as you've received, freely give. So why don't we stand as we pray? Father, I thank you that you are here with us. Thank you for all that you've done tonight. Thank you for your kindness. Lord, you are so good. You are the healing God. You are the miracle-working God. And you know every single one of us by name. I just invite you to come right now. Come and meet with us. We're going to do um, two things tonight. The first one, if you're here tonight and you don't know Jesus, or maybe you've walked away, maybe you haven't been living as a Christian, or maybe you've heard about God, but you don't really know him, he is here to meet with you. He loves you so much. Maybe your heart's beating a little bit fast. You know this is the right thing to do. I want to tell you, Jesus is here. He loves you. He is so proud of you. This is the best decision you could ever make. I wouldn't be standing here today if I didn't believe in this with all my heart. And even if you haven't believed in God, He still believes in you. He still loves you. And He's wanting to meet with you here. So I'm just going to give the opportunity just to raise your hand if you would love Jesus to come into your heart. And if you would love to say yes to Him, He's knocking at the door of your heart right now. He said that as we open our hearts to Him, as we turn from the wrong things and we turn to Him, He gives us a new life. He gives us a relationship with Him. And he just wants to come in now. So if that's you, I just want you to put your hand up right now. It takes a lot of courage. But regardless of what anyone else is thinking, just put your hand up and just say, yes, I want to follow Jesus. If you want to do that right now, maybe you've done it in the past, but you haven't been living for him. Or maybe you've never done it before. Maybe you just want to recommit everything tonight. I just want you to just put your hand up right now. Takes a lot of courage, but I'll tell you what, it's the best thing ever. Yeah, awesome. Anybody else? Your heart's beating a bit faster. You know that you want to. You can just put your hand straight up and straight back down if you like. It's just to give everything to Him. Awesome. Awesome. This is so cool. Anybody else? There are some of you here that haven't known of a loving Father. And God's just calling you to the Father's love tonight to actually know for the first time how precious you are, how loved you are. If there's anybody else here that just feels like they want to give everything to Him, step out in faith right now. So cool. Awesome. Anybody else? This is so cool, guys. This is awesome. 
takes so much courage to do this, but I'll tell you what, as you go into this place, you'll be celebrating with all of heaven. You'll know the love of the Father. Anybody else? Just to say yes to Jesus. but I just feel there's uh, someone here that literally you felt like your life is worthless like you felt like you've you've been really upset and you don't need to put your hand up but just in your heart God just wants you to know that he has seen that and he just wants to remind you that you are precious in his sight that you are loved by him and if that's you I just encourage you to talk to someone after this as well this is so exciting guys we're going to pray for these guys that have just raised their hands to give their yes to Jesus. And I'm just going to invite Tash to come up. And we're just all going to say this prayer together just to encourage them. So if that's you, just quickly put your hand up again. And we're just going to get, get people to gather around just to be able to pray for you. That's awesome. Awesome. If there's anyone else. Yep. Awesome. So cool. so exciting awesome. if there's anybody else just feel free to put your hand up and we'll get people around you as well this is awesome guys great job let's just repeat this prayer after Tash dear heavenly father thank you that you love me that you sent your son to die on the cross for me. I'm sorry for the bad things that I've done, but I turn from them, and I turn to you, and I open my heart to you. Fill me with your love and your Holy Spirit. I thank you that you'll never leave me, and that I'm your child. In Jesus' name, amen. So exciting. Great job. Mate, there's parties in heaven tonight. So great. We're going to do um, some praying for anyone that wants prayer tonight. And we're just going to encourage people to be able to step out of their comfort zone. Just before we do, Jack, I know you'll hate this, but I just got a word for you, bro. Um, I got a, a picture of a spark and uh, that spark was actually, it was like it was in, in the sky and then suddenly the whole fire was, uh, the whole sky was lit up with fire. And I felt like God's saying that um, he's actually put a spark in your life that's able to ignite so many other flames. That as you're able to know who you are in him, that he's actually really going to uh, light the sky with uh, his love over people's hearts. And he's given you such a heart that people want to follow and uh, he has called you as a leader to show his love. So you're amazing, bro. Love you. Um, you know, with these words, I just want to encourage you. We're just going to go into a time where you can give words to other people. Sometimes I get them wrong. One time I ran up to a lady and uh, I said, uh, do you have a sore leg? And she said, no. And I said, praise the Lord. And I ran away. <laughs> 
another time uh, there's a person uh, that I saw and I said did you ever saw back and they said no and I said do you ever uh, like down this area and they said no I said maybe up this area and I said no and I said have you ever had a back problem and they said no and I said well do you have a back and they said yes and I said well praise the Lord for that um, and you know sometimes we get it wrong but at the end of the day it's actually stepping out and God doesn't mind us getting it wrong when we're trying to listen to his voice what he does mind is actually when we don't step out at all he actually wants to encourage us because he knows that that makes us grow and so if you would love to be able to step out for Jesus to step out of fear and into faith I just want to invite you to come up this morning this tonight <laughs> just come on up if that's you just uh, feel free to just go through the uh, aisles just come on up the front if that's you just come on up awesome so cool anybody else it takes a lot of courage just come on up whether you're 5 or 50 Jesus wants to use you or even older than that come on up this is so cool guys this is awesome who else wants to say yes to Jesus to be able to step out for him to be able to change this world with his love just invite you to come on up right now may feel awkward but I'll tell you what you'll feel so good after you're able to step out for him if that's you I just invite you to come on up it's okay because we're going to be the prayer ministry team tonight does that sound good so what we're going to do is we're going to look out if you feel to pray for someone we're just going to go and just pray for them you can pray for them together if you like and we're just going to go share God's love but I'll tell you what if there's someone next to you and you feel like you need to pray for them I want you to go over and just pray for them pray that God will bless them if you just feel like you need to just have some time with Jesus I want to encourage you to just come and sit up the front there's nothing special about the front we haven't sprayed pixie dust or anything all it is it's just a step of being able to step out of our comfort zone and just to a place with Him and so if that's you during this time I want you to come on up but if you're really feeling like your heart's beating and you want to pray for someone, I just encourage you, start with the person next to you. We're going to go out and pray right now, but just allow Jesus to come meet as these guys just lead us in worship. Thank you. 